this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Oh my God! <laughs> While anarchy reigns. And you just see the mammoths are still running about. They're trying to corral them. chaos happening Giants everywhere. are running back and forth, <laughs> screaming. The barn is like, now the embers have started to come down. I mean, it is it is a real scene. Yeah, man. Baron encounters an unidentified flying object. If it's not the wind, it is the wing of this creature itself touching you on your head. <sighs> It's got to be right above you. Oh, oh my God. No. But his friends find themselves in a situation of their own. Natural 20. God oh, damn it. No. Will splitting the party. Lork, we got to wait for Pembroke. I think he's on his way too, but I, he took his own way. All right. We don't have much time. Though. Bring the campaign to a tragic end. Natural one. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot. Damn it. Crits and fumbles left and right. We're all confirmed. Hummus and chips. The adventure continues now. Hey everybody, it's me, your friendly neighborhood Skidmar. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I'm watching um, Spider-Man: Homecoming in the background while I do this. Welcome to the latest episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. Uh, we really hope that you're enjoying Androids and Aliens, our new Starfinder podcast. Uh, keep those reviews coming; they are helping us so much. I've uh, been on the leaderboards since we launched, and it's been awesome. We've got two more weeks of our Patreon-exclusive Ruins of Aslant Raiders of the Lost Continents podcast left before we go on another little mini-break, so please enjoy those. Um, Those are available to our $5 tier and up Patreon donors. Uh, And PaizoCon is just a few weeks away. Uh, I hope everyone who is able to come can show up. Be sure to head over to paizo.com to sign up for our events. We're doing uh, another GCP Live. We're going to be finishing the Pathfinder playtest Crypt of the Everflame game uh, that we started with uh, Jason Bullman and Eric Mona. And uh, we're going to be doing a little seminar called Adventure Prep 101. That's going to be Joe, Troy, and me. And uh, plus, you know, we're going to have our own GCP room for GCP Nation to game in all weekend. And we're going to do some kind of mini events in there. Got some fun surprises set up for that. And we're all hanging out in a brewery and going bowling Sunday night. And uh, you can come join us for that, even if you're not going to PaizoCon, if you're just in the area. Plus, uh, I'd love for you guys to check out my new podcast, Pages to Pictures, that I'm doing with my friends uh, Andy Schmidt, former Marvel editor, and James Janowski, a screenwriter. We do we're doing uh, analyses of movies that were adapted from other mediums. We're talking about Marvel movies. Uh, we just did uh, Black Panther. We did a uh, what I have really fun talk about um, Infinity War, Marvel Infinity War. Uh, please go check that out. Download. Uh, rate, subscribe, all that stuff for that. That would be awesome. Hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I've uh, enjoyed recording it. Uh, but that's enough of that. Why don't we get to the newest episode, the Gloss Cannon Podcast. You know what its title is? It's Cloudy with a Chance of Mess Hall. You approached Skiergard pretty cautiously. 
all things considered, and rightfully so. Everything you've heard about this place was giant training camp. We should probably do some recon. And recon, you did. Lork was up in a tree for at least four episodes straight. <laughs> Am I remembering that incorrectly? I feel like it was four episodes of Lork in a tree. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> um, but I mean, it, it was a lot of like, let's see what's going on. Let's try to figure this out. And there were whole portions of the camp you didn't even do any recon on. You were mainly focused on the, on the camps. Let's find out what's going on at the camps. Let's find out what's going on in the watchtowers. What are those buildings? I mean, there's still one building in the lower camps. You have no idea what's going on there. You know, but slowly but surely, over the past few episodes, you've been a little more destructive. <laughs> you blew up a silo. <laughs> you smeared shit on a statue. <laughs> you, uh, you murdered, straight up murdered, uh, you know, giants, giant horse people, uh, all sorts of things. Druids. Druids. We poisoned all the beer. He's oh, a witch. He's he a, was witch. a witch. Yeah, we witch, witch. witch. I don't know why I keep saying. We orphaned a fox. You orphaned a fox. Poor Merple. <laughs> we also saved a couple slaves. Yeah, what's hey, up? Two. Feyraza! Two out of 50 ain't a bad start. <laughs> no. Six died during that trip to the forge. <laughs> All <back>. right. <laughs> and <laughs> ten were trampled by mammoths. <laughs> by mammoths. <laughs> One of the mammoths heads straight for the slave. <laughs> <laughs> starts deliberately stomping on slaves. Troy's like, the dice oh, don't lie. <laughs> I, guess, I guess he rolled a sad face on that one. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the, this last episode... Ended with you, with Lork sneaking up, opening up the gates to the mammoth pen, and Feyraza just going full pyro on those barns, and the mammoths just stream out, causing uh, disarray among the upper camp, and uh, let's be honest, all of Skiergard at large. But now you're in a very unique position because you can just call it a day. You can just call it a day if you want. Um, and maybe you should. Pembroke is out of his teleport spells. Feyraz is Out burnt. of invisibility, out too, of invis- I think. You definitely use two. Uh, I am out of invisibility, also. Feyraz burned a lot of spells during her solo mission to the mines. Wasn't supposed to be a, a rescue mission, to be fair. You never know what's going to happen in Pathfinder. <laughs> but now you've got a great opportunity, maybe, to do something. I was telling Joe as we were walking uh, back from the the bathroom. I was like, uh, "You guys went to the bathroom together." We did. Yeah, we had <laughs> just to, checking. We had it's to, like a couple of lady friends. <laughs> I wanted How? to make sure my makeup wasn't running. How yeah. else do you expect them to do cocaine that effectively? <laughs> 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 Got to stay on for these late ups. They only have so much time. <laughs> uh, it's it's almost become easier to prep Giant Slayer at this point because all I'm doing is reacting. I try to just know it as much as possible and then react to what you're going, what you're going to do because I, I, I just have no idea. And this is another instance. I wanted all week to just email you like, so what are you guys thinking about doing? <laughs> just so I could do a little homework. But I'm like, no, I want to be, be able to shuck and jive in the same way that you guys are doing that. Matthew went to those mines last week. You didn't think you'd be in the situation that you were in, having to save a father and his son, and you came up with a cool solution. I want to be in that. I want to have that same raw uh, energy that you have. So, Lork comes over, opens up the gates. The mammoths are already pissed. Maybe they smell Cap Benatar. Maybe they smell Lork's, Lork's stinky ass. Maybe they smell <laughs> Feyraza. Uh, she's no longer odorless. Um but you open up the gates, Lork, and then Feyraza goes full pyro on the barn. <laughs> the mammoths freak out and stampede out into the upper camp. 
causing a ruckus throughout all of Skiergard. Now Pembroke and Baron see an opportunity. They see a barn on fire and just hear, Oh my God! <laughs> in the distance. Is that what Frost Giant sounded like? That rattled? In giant. The giant version of that. So Baron, uh, like the Wicked Witch of the West, flies into the air on his broom and decides to go up and swooping down. I say roll one stealth check. Do you remember what you rolled on that stealth check? A nine on the die, 22 overall. 22. Oh, we'll, go, we'll go with a nine. <laughs> 20, this is Troy's house rule. He doesn't modify <laughs> rule, uh, rolls. Yeah. 22 overall. I mean, when I say right above you, you if it's not the wind, it is the wing of this creature itself touching you on your head. <sighs> It's got to be right above you. A frost strike. <gasps> oh, my God. No. I rolled perception against your stealth uh-huh. at the end of last week's episode. Yeah. And I rolled uh-huh. for that frost strike. Yes. A natural one. Yeah! <laughs> the frost strike flies right over your head. And goes oh my God. down into the camp towards the northern portion of the camp. Oh, my God. Really? And you wow. swoop down, get the hell out of there, and end up at the rendezvous point with Lork. I thought Narrow I was dead escape. all oh, week man. long. I thought I was going to see your frozen carcass just falling out of the sky. You know, wow. barren popsicle. <laughs> I just see this frost rake landing and like a de-icing crew come out like for United Airlines and start spraying its wings so it can fly. Oh, boy. I mean, inches from your head how it didn't see you is amazing you must have just swooped at the right time if you had waited a second later it might have seen you it flies over your head and goes into the camp somewhere wow but now you're at the rendezvous point with Lork broom in hand alright what's next I'm looking around and seeing if uh, Pembroke has joined he told me that he could fly beforehand so I'm just kind of uh, so we're at the burnout husk of the silo. Uh, we're crouched at the side, like of a, of a pillar that remains. That is just enough space to conceal Lork and I standing next to yeah. each other. Right. And I, I see this dumb-looking bird flying up there. <laughs> oh, it's Matthew. Okay, all right. We're good. <laughs> and Faraza stands up behind you and is like, "What? Oh, oh. <laughs> hello, my friend." No, she's still a bird. Uh, okay, good. I was about to say I need to re-up my Audubon Society subscription, <laughs> uh, and I'm just looking for Pembroke, and I say. Lork, we gotta wait for Pembroke. I think he's on his way too, but I, he took his own way. All right, we don't have much time though. Pems, what do you do? Uh, okay, well, I was actually gonna wait and see if I was needed. Oh, that's fine. But uh, yeah, so Pembroke is waiting to see if there's trouble because he doesn't want to give anything away because he can't be invisible anymore. Sure, he's stealthy. So he's just gonna wait and see if there's trouble. He's gonna fly over it, but otherwise, he's gonna how convenient is he that he got to find out about that frost rake before he decided? <laughs> it certainly not to fly. has. Certainly <laughs> has. Yeah. Uh, well, I imagine like maybe he's he was just watching like oh, I'm gonna see how Baron does, and maybe you see oh shit. He's like, yeah. ah! Maybe I'll, I'll hold off a second. Yeah. Um, I just want to see if it spotted him. Like, right. if it went after him, then I would, I would have flown over there. But. Got it. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, you see, I mean, it's way far away. You don't have dark vision. So you're looking, and you just see something in the distance, but it looks like Baron got away scot-free. Okay. All right. I, I so we wait a little bit of time. Yeah. And then Lork's like, we, we've got no time, Baron. We All have right. to go. All right. It's time. It's time to break into that mess hall. Let's go. Red team, go. <laughs> oh, and so right now I'm going to spend a standard action just for... Because I'm glad this didn't come up in combat. 
Um, I wanted to say that unless I say otherwise, uh, in between combats or when this is in use, I'm using my opportunity to change my teamwork feat to be able to use Lork stealth check if it's higher than mine. Ah. But if I, you know, if, if we go a long time in between that, my normal teamwork feat that's active for combat is target of opportunity, where I get to fire if someone else hits a ranged attack within 30 feet. Don't you have to change it as a yeah, reaction? Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying that, like, if we roleplay for a whole episode, I'm not going to just leave it as the take his stealth roll teamwork mm-hmm. feat. I'm going to switch it back to target of opportunity just that way so we don't get into a fight so, later. So you, you use a standard action for that, and then it just stays on all the time? Yeah, the idea. you're just swapping it out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stealth synergy. Okay. All right, so you guys are So we're going to sneak up while this madness is going on. We're going to look for openings where nobody's looking our way and go from the burnt-out silo kind of under that watchtower that's between the silo and the mess hall mm-hmm. to the back of the mess hall. The mountain falls off right behind us. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing back there unless there's a giant, like, taking a piss. Yeah, you get bull rushed off there. See ya. See ya. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is a sheer drop down the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, I think, yeah, we're going to sneak up behind and try to get into, try to see if there's a back entrance into the mess hall. To, all right. Uh, Roll a uh, stealth check. By the dumpsters. <laughs> the dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll, Luke? Natural 18. Beautiful. I rolled a 12. There you go, buddy. So I got a 31. Get back there with ease. 27 for the turn. <laughs> oh, you're be- oh, so Feyraz is with you as well. Yeah. Feyraz is flying along. Eyes in the sky, baby. News Chopper 5. Little tiny bird is hopping behind <laughs> By the way, I, I, was re- I just read um, the new uh, the, the Book of Dust, Volume 1, the new Philip Pullman. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is an Arctic turn in it. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. He's one of the demons. He's one of the, the da- daemons. It's pronounced demon. The daemon. Daemons. Yeah. Demon. It is demon? Demon. Okay. Nerd. <laughs> we should kick his ass after this episode. <laughs> Enjoy your book, nerd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> were it not for were it not for the pitched roof and stone fireplace, this ramshackle-looking uh, single-story wooden building could be considered a shack, although one of immense size you come around to the back you've seen the front you've seen there's a window that they line up in front of to get their food you've seen that well there is a door in the back as well exiting to the dumpsters flanked by two smaller windows with the shutters drawn you know there's a porch up front that's where they line up to get to those windows there are two windows and a door in the back. <laughs> Feyraza as a bird. Baron and Lork. Baron as a dwarf. Baron as a dwarf. <laughs> Just what I'm most comfortable as. I don't know. You are. It is kind of funny, though, because you could say Lork as an elf. Today, <laughs> yeah, today. <laughs> that's true. I um, just realized they're going to be so confused. If they're, lo- used to, if they're looking for Baron with a Texan hat, he's now wearing that helmet. <laughs> They're not going to Oh, yeah. Are you wearing that Frost Giant helmet? It's, uh, I can put my hat over it. Come on. All right. <laughs> That's true. That's Flavor true. hat? Sure. Flavor, Flavor hat. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mint berry blue, I believe is the color. <laughs> Flavor hat like Flavor uh, Drake's? All right. Lork is going to, <laughs> Drake. Lork is going to go up to the window, uh, and just see if there's any sort of slit in the shutters that he can see through. If not, he's going to move to the door. Look at the shutters now. Uh, okay. It's sealed. Decent construction. Decent yes. construction. Okay, right. Kicking the door? He'll go to the door. 
Um, man, this is going to be tough. He's going to think there's madness in there, so there's no point in listening at the door. I don't. There's think. also a raging fire and screaming frost giants, right? Exactly, and yeah, a like, stampede all around. It's like, us. Shh, everybody, quiet! And before you open the door, Baron is going to take out one of his potions or oil of silence and so pour it on smart. his gun nice. for an hour worth of total silence from the gun. Excellent. And that way, if it's locked and we need to do a quick little utility shot, boom, bam, the door opens. Oh, that's door great, quiet. too, yeah. So, All right, Lurk's going to say, Baron, I'll try to get this door open quietly, and then we'll get in there and you can do your business with the, the alchemical stuff. He will uh, try to see if the door is locked quietly. Uh, all right, roll a stealth check. <sighs> 23. <laughs> what was the dial? One? Natural one. <laughs> all I care about is the 23. It is unlocked. Okay. And you are able to open it. All right. He slides it open, and I immediately do a perception check inside for giants immediately nearby the door. Uh, 35. We got, some in- we got some intel on this from uh, jo- Ringo, right? R- George or Ringo? Paul, one of the Beatles. I think it was Ringo. Ringo. Yoko. <laughs> you open the door. Look into the room. And inside this mess hall is a pretty simple affair. It's one large, single room. There's a few preparation tables, simple cooking implements, and two immense cauldrons resting in a fireplace. You also see three creatures scurrying about the room. We got intel on this from Ringo, I think, right? Looks like they're trying to bar. (laughs) Bar the front door. Really? So that no one can get in. Good. They're locked in here with us. (laughs) Cage match. (laughs) Right. Forearms to alike. You see two identical female hill giants. And a creature with four arms. What? A what? giant with four arms, like directing them, pointing at what they're supposed to do. Wearing a greasy apron. Is it Goro from Mortal Kombat? <laughs> As you open the door, the four armed creature and one of the identical hill giants is very busy with the door, but the other one. Sees you. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Oh, no. It was the natural one, no. Brad. It was the n- By the way, did you take that natural one for yourself, <laughs> buddy? I <laughs> uh, see <actually>, both of you. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I'm an idiot. What? What I is am it? a rich fool. Ooh. What happened? I'm so glad we have that recorded. <laughs> oh, damn it. Cut, cut the mic. Get cut, that drop. Get that cut drop. My mic. Cut my mic. <laughs> uh, I was just getting ready to. <laughs> I'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> I was just getting ready to show you guys the picture of the uh, four-armed creature. <laughs> I look at it, and it only has three arms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Ringo gave you some bad intel. Ringo yeah. gave you some bad intel. It should have what? been three arms. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a beetle. What do you want from it? Yeah. Uh, he did the, the best he could. Um, yes, it only has three arms. Man, that would have been great if I would got that right. But hopefully... <laughs> I was super, super nervous, and now I'm like... Pfft. This is going to be a piece of cake. Well, this is the picture of the of the creature. 
Oh, oh, oh okay. nervous again. So yeah. nervous again. <laughs> oh, he's maybe you saw, his, you saw his loincloth, maybe, and thought it, it has was a this like arm. he's got two arms. Uh, looks like a mace in one hand and one arm coming out of the side of his body. I think when I saw that, I just said, "Oh yeah, four-armed creature." Nope, three arms. Yeah. Can I ask why is this guy in the kitchen? Set? Yeah, yeah. Surely he's he could be more valuable. Maybe elsewhere. right. He looks like he should have a, a different job. Uh, Maybe he's a scary looking creature. He's being punished or something. <laughs> being uh, too evil. Well, you're about to find out more about him as you. Uh, I'm assuming die seriously. He's he's going to tell us his life story as he kills us. <sighs> Giant number one. What would you do with me on a first date? Now, <laughs> now here's the pickle. What happens with Pembroke? Pembroke is looking for signs of trouble. Well, this is what I was going to bring up on my initiative. Yes. All right. So well, let's go through initiative. Uh, let me start with uh, Feyraza. 22. Solid. Barrett. 25. 25. Sure. Even more solid. Lord. 26. Oh, yeah. Daddy's got a brand new Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and now Pembroke. What's your initiative? 12. 12. Okay. What? Let's talk. It's not. You want to wait till it's your turn? In the yeah, we'll just wait. Till All right, let's turn. do that. Let's do that. It's round one. Now they saw you, but nobody gets the jump. Yeah, they're busy doing other things, and you just happen to open the door, and they turned and saw you, and she's like, ah! "Yeah." Round one, Lork. All right. Uh, Lork, ready for this, prepared for this danger, is going to just eye up that first hill giant uh, that saw him, Uh and he's going to go uh, full bore, uh, deadly aim, rapid shot, uh, and just try to... Just take this thing out. It's perfect. Even though you're outside, it's a double, you know, it's a it's a 10-foot wide door, so you have a totally wide open shot against this woman's uh, flat-footed AC. Boom, he pulls an arrow out of his quiver, knocks it, and fires. That's got to be, got to be a hit. 30. 30 to hit. Yep, 30 will hit. Uh, and he does 23 points of damage. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you. Fires off a second shot, and that's a 26 to hit. 26 will hit as well. And he does 23 points of damage. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then he's going to take one more shot here, and that's probably a miss. Uh, oh, wait, 18. It's a hill giant. 18 is a miss. Yeah. Oh. So he misses on the third. I like 19. I'm guessing it's like 19. Uh, yeah, he's going to yeah, miss. miss on the third, and then he is going to say, cat, attack. And he is actually going to... Oh, wait. Is the door 10 feet wide? The door's 10 feet wide. All right, wide. so he's going to slide over to the side to give a clear shot to Baron right behind him uh-huh. and send Cat in after the hill giant. All right, so you're just going to send Cat in. Will Cat do that without uh, you pushing her? Yeah, I think so. It's okay. attacking a biological creature. That's fine. It's scary, but I think she'll do it. Uh, was that a straight line? Or, no, she had to move around. All right, so you can make one attack. Right, but you also get an attack of opportunity. Oh, that's... Let me check their uh, reach here. I sure do. All right, so she swings down with a meat cleaver. Oh, oh no. On Cat Benatar. She's cooking. Natural 20. Oh, oh no. Times three crit oh, with a cleaver. Yeah. Oh, man. We're having oh. cat tonight. Uh, All right, so I'm going to have to... on the menu, boys. I uh, couldn't find neon green, so I grabbed this heavy gold-plated die that I got from a new friend I met in North Carolina at the uh, GCP Mid-Atlantic meetup, so I just grabbed that. First time I rolled it on air, Natty 20. Oh, man! Thanks a lot. Oh. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. Thanks for the gift. Appreciate it. This is bad news, so what do you want to try and do? Uh, I am going to enact both... Bolster companion, Ooh. Uh, and I will have the damage. To nice. Her. All right. So I don't. I mean, it might just 
Maybe just knock her unconscious. <laughs> well, so, I mean, best case scenario. So it's right. not a named creature is what you're telling me. Uh, you know what? It is a na- Well, yeah, it is yeah, a I named creature. I thought you were going to roll to confirm the crit. Yeah, I'm going to roll to confirm the crit. It is a named creature. Oh, 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 so fan, fan oh, critical. No. And I rolled. Uh, oh, actually, this may not confirm. This may not confirm a 16 to confirm. No, it doesn't confirm. All right, yeah. so it's non-confirm. Right. Oh, beautiful, 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 beautiful. All right, beautiful. so just normal damage. But exploding normal, dice. Exploding dice, that's but, right. But half damage on, Explo- on the... On exploding the half... Da- <laughs> all right, let's see. Uh, all right, no exploding. It's going to be a total of 13 points of damage. Without having it. No, yeah, without having it. So. Okay, so six. Wow, that could have been so much that more. That could have been brutal. a lot worse. A lot worse. Wow. For example, a confirmed crit would have been 66 plus 30 damage. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> that could have been pretty bad. But now Cat gets her bite. Uh, yes. All right. So Cat is going to. Cat will take that bite real quick. And that is a 23 to hit. 23 is going to hit. And she does six points of damage. Six points of damage. A fair little six. A little trade-off. A little trade-off. And she got hit with that cleaver yeah. and like, took a chunk out of her side, but it could have been a lot worse. Uh, Baron. Baron's going to take a five-foot step forward and use a standard action. Now, this is the fascinating thing. Here we go. About the, the teamwork changes. I'll decide if it's fascinating or not. He's going to not take a shot this round because he's out of range and because he wants to be able to take full opportunity against all three of these giants to be able to take shots against them when Lork lands them with target of opportunity. Okay. Uh, his other teamwork feat. Because right now he has stealth synergy enacted from when we approach. Right. We just discussed this. So that's my turn. That's it. Oh, yep. shit. Whew. Oh, Wait, man. what did you do again? It feels like you didn't do anything. I moved forward. Yep. I spent a standard action to change my teamwork feat from okay. stealth synergy to target of opportunity. So that way I get four shots around instead of three. I basically. heard it both times. It just seems like you didn't do anything. Feyraza. <laughs> 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 um, so talk to me about these cauldrons. Okay. Are what they, do you want to know? What are they? So they're just big, what, metal they're cauldrons? Big, yeah, big metal cauldrons. You've seen these before, uh, and, you know, they got flames licking beneath them. This is where they cook all of the, all of the food. So you see, uh, this is probably where they put uh, humans. So here's my thought. I'm going to cast Ice Spears. Okay. Oh, God, I love that new Ice spell. Spears. Good. It doesn't have to come out of the uh, like an actual ground. It's magical. It can just come out of anything. Like That's come out of the wood question. floor. It just is out of the ground. Okay. But you get bonuses if the floor yeah, is if snowy ice. or icy. Right. Okay. Yeah. This is just wood, but it's magic. Ice so, comes out of the ground. <laughs> ice is on the ground. Okay. What I would like to do, but mm-hmm. you tell me if this is based on what I'm seeing. If I would think this is feasible. Yeah. I want I want you send one underneath the cauldron to knock the cauldron over. And spill fire and flaming liquid onto the ground. Oh, okay. That would wow. be boiling liquid yeah. uh, for sure. That would do. That would definitely do damage if you're able to knock it over. So the spear. So, but like based on what I'm looking at, does it look like a giant spear could knock it over? Um, or, yeah. Well, what's the CMD of or CMB of it again? It doesn't roll, right? It just does damage, doesn't it? It just does damage. Right, but doesn't have a CMB to try and tri- to trip. Basically, it's trying to trip the cauldron. Oh, okay. If that's yeah. what I want to do. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a. My caster level plus my intelligence plus my charisma modifier. Yeah, that's like my my CMB is my would be nine plus would be thirteen plus my roll. Um, right? Yeah, you would think as long unless you roll terribly that if you put two spears on one side of the cauldron, it could tip over and hit this other female hill giant if it with boiling water. Oh, so you, I'm going to need two spears to do it. Yeah. 
Well, didn't you have two spears last time? You well, did? Yeah, yeah. Because, well, the cauldron is ten feet, so you, yeah, you yeah. have two on well, the same side. I was going to send one spear up under the cauldron to tip it, and then another one onto one of the giants. But if you're telling me it needs two spears, I can think about that too. Uh, well, it's just going to make it harder. You're going to have to roll higher. Well, here's my argument. The two spears thing, the one spear thing is not going to really guarantee where it's going to go. The two spears guarantee it goes right at the right, hill giant right. and stays right at your feet because you're picking up one side and throwing it that way. I'll deal with the, I'll deal with the cauldron later. Okay. I'm just going to do send two spears against the three-arm guy. Against the three-arm guy. Oh, man. Yeah. If we trip this dude. Trip him. Trip him. So. All right. Now, he's two size categories larger. Does that make any difference? No. Okay. All right. So, go ahead. He puts his third so arm down and braces you get the wall. A, you get a reflex save. DC 17. DC 17. Roll, roll two of them for two spears. Don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> All right. DC 17. He makes the first one and uh, 16 fails the second one. Okay. So first spear. Uh, this is 2D6 piercing, 2D6 cold. <laughs> I'll do the blue ones as cold. Uh, four cold, seven piercing. So okay. 11 total. You take half. Okay. Uh, and then here's the one you failed Thank on. Thank you. For, please keep telling me all of the different yeah, numbers because yeah. it helps. Uh, okay, Ooh, so 12 piercing and 6 cold. That's and you that's take great. full of that one. Okay, 12 piercing, 6 cold, take full. Gotcha. And then now we're going to do the trip. So first one, 20. Uh, no. Okay, and now I get a, <laughs> I get a plus 10 for this one. I think you got to get into the 30 so range. So 20, I, I get a plus 23 of this roll. Roll proud, roll loud. 26. I rolled oh. that three. Oh, oh Nope. Oh. We almost lived. We uh. almost lived. <laughs> but hey, you did uh, do a little tiny bit of damage to him. <laughs> <laughs> More damage than Baron did that round. It uh, <laughs> is Pembroke's turn. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> hey, man, I'm at a natural choke point. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so I'm thinking that. So my plan was to just. Kind of stay out of the way unless there was trouble. Right. But I was also thinking that they were going to come back after they completed this deed. I see now that they're not on their way back. Would that give me incentive? Would that give me an opportunity to get to them now? It's just like, I'm going to go see if there's trouble. I think that'd be reason enough for me to do that. The, the, the issue is that Baron left. You know what I mean? When, when was Baron going to come back? Um, that's the thing. Like right. he, I saw him go to dive them down and not come back. He also saw Faraza get out of bird shape and land on the ground. No, so he didn't. No, he probably I didn't wouldn't see that. that. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, this is this is this is a real tough one because the thing is that these combat rounds take sec- take a long time for us, but it's only a matter of six seconds. Yeah, in, in but it also took them a little while to, to get, get to, to the, where right. they are right now. I so. would say you have to sit out this round, and by next round, you have to be like. Something's wrong. Okay. All right. Uh, and it is now the four-armed creature. He goes by the name three. of... Three-armed. Three-armed. Excuse me. <laughs> three. Goes by the name of Kupanarth. Kupanarth. Uh, Kupanarth. Kupanarth. Uh, Ho there, Kupanarth. Ho there, Kupanarth. <laughs> um, <laughs> How's the stew today? <laughs> Baron says with his frost giant mask. <laughs> <laughs> I it's was your just coming friend. to taste the stew. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Matthew, my gun does not make any noise right now. I put oil of silence on it. Fair enough. He is just going to uh, grab something from the floor and hurl it at Lork and Baron. Let's oh, see if oh it dear. hits Lork, natural 20. God oh, damn it. No. <laughs> Found my neon green. Uh, let's see if it confirms. Uh, I don't know if it's going to confirm. Actually, it won't. 14 to confirm. Does not confirm. confirm. All right, so it is exploding die with oh. this rock. 
or whatever it was. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and no exploding die, but it's going to be 23 points of damage. <laughs> that same chunk of uh, table or whatever the hell it was goes at Baron. Almost a crit. But definitely a hit. Well, you tell me, 26. But it's not a hit. It's not a 26. It's a giant, ain't it? Uh, let me check the subtype. <laughs> giant subtype. Damn it, it is. Giant. Yeah, <laughs> baby. I can't believe a 26 doesn't hit. Yeah, baby. All right, so it crushes Lork. Two unconfirmed crits. By the way, Lork, yeah, Lork is not all the way uh, healed from yesterday. You know so, what? I, I think it was the This is... I think the giant clearly saw an elf standing next to his frost giant friend and said, I don't want to hit that guy. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. Now it's the two uh, female hill giants. The one in front of uh, Cap Benatar does a full attack power attack. First attack, uh, 22 to hit. Miss. Oh, really? Wow. Second Cat attack. has a 22 dexterity. Second attack, 19. Misses. Yes! Catches. Dodging out of the way. All right. The other the one. The cleaver just clanks, uh, like sparking on the wood. Cat-like reflexes. Yes. The other one just charges up right next to uh, her twin sister uh, uh, uh. and just grabs a piece of something as she's going along the way and hurls it at Baron. Uh, natural one. Yeah! <laughs> Awesome. Man, you win some, you lose some. I am going to the extremes here. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. You know what? And that uh. was, uh, she has multiple attacks, but let me see. Uh, yeah, that was uh, fumble. Confirm yeah. fumble. Straight up wow. confirm fumble. Fan fumble. All right. This one comes in from Danny in New Lenox, Illinois. Ah. Sorry, love. That's the title of oh, it. Oh, dear. Um, oh, my God. What? Oh my god! This is amazing. Did you just say it's her twin sister? Yeah. <laughs> this is a, your this attack is a critical specifically for your twin attack sisters. misses your intended target and finds its way into the heart to of the someone relative. you love. Oh, oh no! The GM chooses among your party who you love more than anyone else, and your attack is a critical threat against them. What? <laughs> will, will negates. Will Wait, negates. The, the GM chooses. Who among, you know, that you love the most, basically. So it would obviously be her twin sister. Uh, would and it? it's a critical threat. Would it? Or or, or, or do they have a sexual relationship with this uh, sure. Uh, creature? Sure. sure, it's up to you. It's which to they you. do, as written in the AP. Oh, oh my wow. God. So she goes to swing, and it, the, the weight of this item flips her around, and she flings it at no, her no, no. lover. She, she has, gets a will save to avoid this. Okay. And it's Baron's AC. Uh, she fails. Okay, yeah. so it's a critical threat against him. It's so, a critical threat? Yeah, yeah so yeah. roll to confirm. Um, not a crit. All right, okay. so it's just a so hit. So straight up damage, and I'll tell wow. you how much great, damage. Great crit that is there, cool, Danny. Awesome. That was cool. Sorry, love. That's great. <laughs> uh, so she hits him for 17 points of damage. Nice. nice. All right. Awesome. That is pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, and that is them. So now we're going to round two, and it is Lork's turn. Uh, all right, Lork is Lork is going to try to keep this going here. Uh, he is going to attack the giant that's hovering over Cat uh, again. The same one that he that he peppered last round a couple times. Okay, perfectly clean um, shot yeah. here. Uh, first attack, uh, twenty nine to hit. Twenty nine is going to hit, and he does twenty four points of damage. Nice. Okay, okay. Uh, second attack, natural one. Oh, oh no! Oh, yeah! oh no! Yeah! 
this is a lot. Damn it. Crits and fumbles left and right. Roll to confirm. Hummus and chips. Uh, I, that is not a confirmed fumble, so it's just a miss. I really needed to hit that. Yeah, really. Really needed to hit that. Uh, all right. And last attack. Natural 19. Yeah, That's going to be go. a hit. Oh, um, no. And he does... 23 points of damage. And you kill the first yes! sister. Yes! 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 Boom! She doubles over and falls into the boiling pot of, oh, uh, awesome. of food. Ah, ah, awesome. And uh, Lork is going to call Cat back to him. All right, so Cat pulls so he's back. going to bring her back out of the room and just outside the door. Uh, Baron. Baron is going to do a full round attack action rapid shot against the remaining hill giant who is conveniently within my first range. Yeah, they don't know about guns. Okay, Jesus Christ. See, I'm trying to save time. That is a hit. That is uh, a total of uh, 20 you're, points of damage. You're yeah. trying to save time by dropping the dice from four feet over the table. <laughs> Just I set them my down own body. in front of you. <laughs> One is in the studio next door. Yeah. <laughs> second attack. Like ping pong ball. The second attack is a 17 against Touch AC. Yep. Yeah. All right, that is 18 points of damage. Nice. All right, you better kill her. Final attack her. is going to be up close and deadly for oh, a little grip yeah. point action. That is absolutely oh, a hit. Yeah. That is 23 points of damage Woo. plus. Stealing that die. Uh, oh! 33 points of damage wow. total. Oh, my God. She's still kicking. Oh. She is still kicking, but <laughs> it was worth the grit. It's amazing how much damage you can do in one round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Feyraza. Oh, oh, oh no, wait. He, he already killed the other one. Never mind. That's right. Uh, Feyraza. Feyraza is going to reach a talon over to Cat Benatar and cast Righteous Might. You made her a giant cat Benatar? She's giant cat Benatar. Oh, my God. I can't wait to do this. (laughs) Her height immediately doubles. Her weight increases by a factor of eight. She gets a plus four bonus of strength. (laughs) Minus two de- dexterity. And but DR, right? And DR. What yeah. is it with you and giant cats? <laughs> I just, just like it. She likes what she likes. So righteous might. <laughs> oh, my God. All That's right. That's amazing. Now, Pembroke. Skid, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. It was an episode five or six episodes ago where I let Baron and Lork uh, get involved in that silo fight when they really had no business doing it. But I really, I truly believe that you had a plan with them, and it doesn't make sense that they're not back already. Yeah. So you're going to go over there and join the fight. I'm going to, yeah, go see where I saw them disappear. The last place I saw, like, behind the, the uh, stockade. All right, so you um, fly over there? No, I'm going... I still have two castings of Dimension Door. Okay. So that is is 760 feet. Would that get me... I actually have to look at the map that, here. Would get me close I enough? I think... Um, Skid, no problem. You can get there. I mean, okay. when I say it's going to take you all 760 feet to get, like, near that silo, it is... If I brought out a ruler right now, it would probably be exactly. But you okay. can open that door and show up right behind it. Okay, so I... Boom. I, and I appear, like, right behind them. So you're behind that stockade, behind the burnt-out hull of the silo, and yeah. you don't see them. Roll a perception check. Okay. Or a survival. Uh, that is a 21 perception. You see little dwarf tracks leading in the direction of the mess hall. Okay, so I, with my cane, start hobbling Just over, like, down this, these hobbling tracks. Hobbling over, and you see, Weezing. like, you look to your left... Because uh, you're moving south, and you just see the mammoths are still running about. They're trying to corral still chaos them. happening. Giants everywhere. are running back and forth, <laughs> screaming. The barn is like now the embers have started to come down. I mean, it is it is a real scene. Yeah, man. And it is the uh, three armed creatures' turn. 
Crayons! <laughs> Joe has left to make Cat Benatar large because he gets very upset when the pawns aren't exactly correct. Uh, it also uh, really increases the, the joy of, uh, of the moment. It, she's now an enormous tiger. It's, it, is, it is pretty cool. Uh, Alright, so it's this guy's turn again. Uh, I don't like playing this game, this game of possum that we always play, where I just run right up into Baron's gun range. It's the best. Uh, I, I don't enjoy it as much as I did the first 150 I believe episodes. that the Europeans call it the beautiful game. <laughs> Alright, so I thought you were going to say Pathfinder. Yeah. I don't like playing this game anymore. <laughs> so he comes up like right between the two cauldrons uh, behind uh, the one remaining female hill giant. Uh, for her part, she charges at Baron with her cleaver. 29 to hit. Precisely oh. a hit. Oh, 29 oh, AC. Oh, my God. You're going to live forever. Oh, You're going to live forever. <laughs> Uh, and she does 16 points of damage. Just wha- 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 boom. boom. Cleaver to the chest. <laughs> um, round three. Lork. Uh, Lork is going to uh, take try to take out this giant with defensive bow stance. So he Ooh, is going okay. to use one of his hunter's tricks. And he's going to fire this bow. Uh... Uh, do a full round action and fire the bow right at the giant who's right in front of him that just hit uh, Baron. Okay. So, uh, first first attack. This is going to provoke. No, it, this is my, my oh, new hunter's trick. Thing. Yeah, thing. Hunter's that's trick. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were saying it to me and I was listening to you and I still said, well, that's going to provoke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what an amazing yep, so that's trick. A, that's a 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll and hit. And 21 points of damage. Oh, and you nice. kill her. Yes. Boom, right? So this is what I imagine. <laughs> yes. She runs up, he pulls out the bow, like right through the throat, right? Yeah. Yeah. She drops, giving him a clear view of this guy with the three arms. Yeah, awesome. And he's just like, two down, one to go. <laughs> and he fires uh, cracked die on a natural 19, and then a natural 18. Yeah. There we go. What's the uh, total? 26 points of damage. What was the total to hit? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The total to hit was 35. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> um, 26 points of damage? Uh uh, is that what I said? Yes, 26 points of damage. Yep. And then last attack, which sounds a lot like it's not going to hit. Probably not. Uh, oh, <laughs> that is a 29. You son of a bitch. That hits. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and I did a lot of damage. Uh, I oh did my God. 21, 28 points of death. <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. All right. It is uh, Baron's turn. No, it's not. <laughs> oh. Cat Benatar. Oh, I'm sorry. Giant <sighs> cat. All right. Cat Benatar, he's going to say attack. I don't even know if he could stop her from attacking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a large cat, she's going to flank out around to the side uh, to keep the lane clear. That will provoke. Um, and Yeah, yeah. She will um, provoke an attack. All right. That's going to provoke, and uh, he's going to go ahead and bite her as she comes by. So he just like... Weird. Bites uh, 24. That is a hit. Actually, I'll bolster companion and it misses. 
Are you allowed to do that after I tell you what the result of the rule is? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, Troy was staring at Joe as he was looking at the rule and then just closed one of his eyes for a while and kind of turned <laughs> like his I was head. Aiming. <laughs> the ranger can <laughs> use this trick as an immediate action when his animal companion is hit with there an attack. There you go. All right. There you go. So uh, I, it increases her AC by four. So now it misses. Now it misses. And so if, it goes, it, if the attack still hits, then you have the damage. And so you goes, subtracted her minus two AC for being larger. Yeah, but she made up uh, one AC. Yeah, got uh, it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I got it. Yep. Um, All right, so he he uh, he tries to bite out at her. Nothing. And Lork's like, well, "Watch out for the third arm!" And like that, third, <laughs> watch out for the bite. And she jumps out of the way. Uh, and then Cat will do a quick bite, which is a uh, little more, a little more powerful now. Sure, a little more powerful now. This bite. Oh no! Oh, I rolled max damage too, but it's a seventeen to hit on the bite. Seventeen to hit misses. Okay, on the bite. Uh, all right. Let me see here. Oh, and her hit points went so far up. <laughs> awesome. It is Baron's turn. Baron is going to spend a grip point uh, to be able to resolve against his targets. Touch AC even out of my first range increment. Oh, nice. oh, oh, oh. oh that's a misfire. No! Oh, no. <laughs> misfire. Oh, no. It's my favorite all word right. in the podcast. So uh, Baron's going to <laughs> cease this action and going to spend a move action to clear the misfire condition from his gun. He only has one grit point left. Oh, Boy. yeah! Oh no! <laughs> I take so much joy from this. Firaza. <laughs> oh no! Um, woof. Woof. woof! 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 Meow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Firaza is going to remember the slave she saved as she dies. <laughs> wow! Wishful wow. thinking. Uh, Firaza is going to cast Bark Skin on Baron. Oh. Okay, oh. making him virtually unhittable with that AC against Giants. That's what I was thinking. That's very, very smart. Very good. Hey, very good at uh, what you do. All right, Pems, you are, are you moving at all, Feyraza? Do you want to move into the room right within the guy's range? Pass. Okay. Just, <laughs> just need to know if that's on you. Thanks for asking. All right, so um, Pembroke, you're about uh, 80 feet away from that back door back there, but you see the footsteps look like they're leading right to the mess hall. What do you want to do? Okay, and I probably hear sounds of the struggle. That's what's happening. Yeah, I mean, there's so much happening, but you, you, if you're trained in on that, you can hear that fight going on, but probably the giants don't hear it going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also so, a stampede going on. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's just... They're in trouble, and he's just like, just kind of like trudging through the snow as fast as he can. Double oh. moves up to the door. I could just picture this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how far can you move? Oh on no, no, no! Wait, wait, wait! No, I dimension step. I forgot I could do that. Oh, you got one more dimension like, step. Like, boom! No, no, no! This is different. This is not dimension door. This is dimension step. This ah. is my ability. Right. So I dimension step right behind them. Right behind them. All right. Yes. So Pembroke just pshoom, appears right behind. Oh, Baron. He is the best. <laughs> and I see what's happening, and I start casting Summon Monster Five. Ah, all right. Dimension <laughs> all right. step uh, is a power that doesn't count as a spell. You're, yeah, that's okay. a that's a move. Action. It's a move action. All right, and yeah, you start <laughs> casting Summon Monster <laughs> Five. All right, it's this creature's turn. God, I never get to use my cool monsters. <laughs> do I kill the cat? Or do I uh, do I get up there and do one attack on these guys and take the attack of opportunity from Cat, which will most certainly miss? Oh, it's such a pickle. I am going to take the attack of opportunity from Cat Benatar and get right up in your business. You know what you're doing? 
You're hashtag playing smart. And uh, so go ahead, take your attack of opportunity. Uh, all right, a, a quick gentleman's bite of opportunity. Ooh, that is a 27. Damn it, you hit. Yes! <laughs> oh, nice. Nice, uh, nine points of damage. Does she have nine. combat reflexes? Uh, combat reflexes? No. That's too bad. Yeah. All right, so nine points of damage. Okay. I think, you know, we've visited a lot of places uh, in the past 30, 40 episodes, but you know where we haven't been in a long time? Rentown? I, I know. We doing. haven't been to Cleveland. Oh, uh, no! Oh, no, Welcome no. to the queue where LeBron James reigns supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland rocks. We're going to try and cleave uh, Baron and Lork. Let's Lork so first. first Lork and Baron. So with a mace, he's just coming it's so through. smart because boom, you're boom. going to hit Lork. You're not necessarily going to hit Baron, so you've right. got to start with Lork. All right, so here we go. Uh, oh, that is going to be a 34 to hit Lork. Just missed. <laughs> At this point, I don't know what to expect. That might be a miss with you guys. All right, you ready for some Dimage? For some Joe Dimaggio? I'd rather not. Oh, it's juicy. It's 25 points of damage mm. on okay. that first hit. Uh, now, of course, its AC has gone down when it uses cleave. That's just part of the game. Uh, and now, man, I just, I just want to hit Baron. I would really like to hit Baron. Let's see. Who doesn't want to hit Baron? Son of a bitch in China. <laughs> that is a miss. <laughs> Baron, Baron looks at the giant and says, people in hell want ice water. You'll find out soon enough. <laughs> As a swift action. Nope. Yep. I disagree. It has a swift action. The third arm. The third arm. <laughs> the third arm. It just grows by the neck. It grosses everyone out just by showing it to us. It has this action called swift claw. So the claw comes out, and it, and it, and it, and it, and it goes after Baron. I gotta hit Baron. <laughs> Damn it, I missed again! <laughs> I rolled two threes! Three and a three! Son of a bitch! Wow. God, I want to get with this monster! <laughs> it is a classic D&D monster! <laughs> I never get to play it! <laughs> All right, new round. It is Lork's turn. <laughs> All right, new round. Uh, okay. Uh, Lork is going to use uh, another defensive bow stance. Um, <sighs> so now he's used four of six uh, for the day. Oh, so you get only a a certain six amount. per day, and this that. combines. This is bolster, bolster companion too. Okay. Like a, 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 you know, I've, so I've used two of those and, and one defensive. Bolster. Curious. So two now, um, and he'll do full attack action, uh, deadly aim, rapid shot. Okay. Uh, so first shot is a twenty-eight. Yep. Nice. Uh, AC went down. So and he does twenty-four points of damage. Oh my god! Uh, second attack is also a hit and does. 22 points of damage. <laughs> and then third attack is a miss. Now, uh, does that defensive bow stance count for each attack or it's each round? So at the start of your next That's turn. Nice. I didn't want to interrupt Joe's cadence, but Baron is going to take a target of opportunity attack on his last successful shot. What? How does this work again? My solo tactics teamwork feat allows me to take an immediate shot upon a creature that is hit with a ranged attack within 30 feet of me. And last I checked, he could uh, spit on me. Any creature that's hit with you in a rage, you can take an immediate attack on. And it doesn't provoke? No, it'll provoke. I'm now, being here's daring. The thing. He took his attack of opportunity against Cat Benatar. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I can't take it against ah, all right. So this is, man, we are I getting into some gritty rules. Yeah, here. I'm yeah, thinking about, yeah. like, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a choice to not take it against you, Joe. I can't take it. Right. And I can't take it against Baron. 
<laughs> you sound so sad. <laughs> yeah, that's a hit. Uh, that is a twenty against Touch AC for yeah. a total of twenty eight points of diameter. <laughs> oh my Man. god! Are you gonna kill this thing? <laughs> Uh, or is still alive, very, very barely so. Well, now it's my turn. And now it's <laughs> So it's time to take three more shots at it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a hit. What's that dice, Joe? Thank you. So that is 26 points of damage. It's dead. Yeah! <laughs> See ya. See ya. Wow. Hey, wait, what happens with Pembroke? <laughs> well, I just I just realized that it's not Dimension Steps is not a move action, it is a standard action, so all fifty angry nerds writing your letters to me. <laughs> Put down your quills. <laughs> Crumple up that parchment, <laughs> throw it away because there's no point in correcting me. I remember. Whew, got a little sloppy, skips. as some combats do when you yeah. get all excited. But I think, well, uh, I mean, I, across I, the board, we got it right. Well, I was really excited. I, <laughs> I, would, not, make, I would make that guarantee. <laughs> yeah, I have not had a chance to use hunter's tricks like left and right like that. But yeah. you have to remember if you're if you use an immediate action, you can't do a swift during your turn. And I, I had forgotten something that. that won't be a problem. In Pathfinder 2nd Edition. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, you um, can't take a swift during your turn at all. Right. You oh, get, uh, so now, so this is good. You told me this after I I was able to use a move action to reload my pistol that time. Right. But uh, reloading my pistol is technically swift actions. So I wouldn't have been able to take more than one shot. No, no, no. Free, action. free actions. Free too. actions. That's right. Okay, yeah, thank God. they're not God. swift because then you can only do it once <sighs> per turn. So. Okay, good. Ooh, everybody take a deep breath. Gosh. That was juicy. <sighs> I need a beer. I, I do, too. I need a cigarette and I don't even smoke. <laughs> <laughs> that was intense. Yeah. Um, all right. Now, what do you guys want to do? We just the we'll carry the bodies out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Roll them off the cliff. This was a huge creature, by the way. I don't think we ever said that. Throughout. I was just said large creature, but I put the pawn out. You guys it's do. Huge. It's yeah, a huge. It's a huge creature. like looks around, like wheezing, and uh, does a knowledge local on this thing. Uh, 22. This is an Atok. Atok. A T H A C H. Too bad he didn't get that uh, talk of opportunity. I know, right? Am I Give right? Give me back all your bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Right <laughs> now. So like, I was worried when you didn't come back. What the hell is that? This is, uh, I mean, this goes back to uh, original D&D, uh, the Atox. It first appeared in the third edition of the Monster Manual. Wow. Oh, so that's D&D. Advanced. Uh, third edition. Yeah, third edition. Right. Yeah, third edition. Um, can I do a cone of uh, detect magic on the the room and the bodies to try to find auras so we can get out get in and get out of here quick? Sure. I mean, they've barred that front door. Right. All right. So you do uh, detect magic. You do uh, detect some magic uh, glowing around the neck of the attack. Ooh! I'll go and yank it off of its neck. You yank this torque off of his neck. A torque. A little spellcraft. When's the last torque you found? One of the stone giants. Remember? Yeah, we did yeah, find a torque. I do remember that. Uh, 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 Faraza and Baron turn to Pembroke and say, Oh, with your wise, infinite wisdom, could you please help us know what this torque is? Hey, don't, don't play my character. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Only Baron does that. Yes. Uh, let me take a look. Uh, that is 25. 25. Yeah, that'll do. I have a picture. A picture? A picture. Oh. Is that like a crown? <laughs> I have a crown of this item. It looks like this. Ooh. Ooh. That's badass. Fancy. It looks ah. like the thing that takes arthritis away from golfers. Yeah, those <laughs> copper. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> you never heard of this? 
<laughs> takes arthritis away from golfers. It's Ma- total snake Matthew, oil. It Matthew. takes it away from golfers and gives it to their ex girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of this. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is known as a torque of enmity. Ooh. Ooh. Specifically, a torque of giant enmity in oh. this case. I'll give you a little story here. It says, The Kelid tribes of northern Avestan long ago learned that anger and hatred were valuable tools for combat, and their shamans created torques of enmity to allow their warriors to channel their rage and wrath against their most despised foes. So this Atak happened to be wearing one such torque of enmity, geared specifically towards giants. Whoa. <laughs> so... Was it you, Skid, that said maybe he's being put here, like, to be punished? Yeah, yeah. In a way, he was. He didn't get along with Bottle the Bottle cap. Bottle cap. Bottle cap. Yeah! Bottle cap. <laughs> All, right. All right. Oh, no. Let's I threw, I threw it clear across right. the room. I'll, I'll <laughs> memorize this location and come back later. <laughs> it's over in a pile of Grant's dice in the corner of the hall. <laughs> we got to clean that up someday. Are we, we going to really buy a do. broom ever? Oh, well, this, yeah, they're all on 17. This large <laughs> neck ring is made of twisted bronze, capped at each end with tiny skulls, just like the picture, uh, facing each other. Two skulls facing each other. It basically, where this one is geared towards giants, it uh, it's attuned. It has the ba- it's it's similar to the Bane special ability, and focuses the wearer's hatred towards giants. Each time the wearer of a torque of enmity confirms a crit against a giant, you gain a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls against that creature type, and one d eight temporary hit points for five rounds. Huh. Oh, wow. Cool. So you okay. confirm a crit against a giant beginning of a fight. So anything with a giant subtype, you're going to get a plus one to attack rolls and a plus five, excuse me, and plus one D8 temporary hit points for the next five rounds. Cool. Against any giants. Against anyone with the giant subtype. Yeah. Alternatively, mm. if the wearer is, let's say, an inquisitor. Are there any uh, inquisitors in the room, or jackpot has the bane class feature, which I don't think either any of you have. She can instead choose to gain one additional round of her bane class ability. Nice, I'll get that next level. This is kind of like the same deal with Urathasha's gear that I got, in that it's not really applicable to me yet because I'm only level three, which is uh, very low, you know, for this part of the adventure. If poor Amlo is still around. If the wearer has the Rage class feature, she can instead regain one use of a Rage power that's been exhausted. Very cool. Cool. Okay. The wearer can gain only one benefit per round from the Torque, even if she confirms multiple critical hits in a single round. Mm -hmm. These benefits must be used within one hour of their accrual. If not used by that time, they are lost as the wearer's hatred subsides. A very, very interesting little... uh, piece of magic it's cool. yeah it's really cool and mm-hmm. more all the more interesting to show that like all is not well in skier guard yeah right uh you've got the cook the guy in charge of feeding them has a torque of giant enmity was he afraid of the giants was he secretly against the giants we'll never know but apparently he had two giant lovers so he had two giant lovers i don't want to hear that story mm. <laughs> i was excited to role play it just came in guns blazing <laughs> quick grab that instrument again joe we can play some beautiful music for them yeah. I love. does he have anything else on him he does not uh what weapons like but if you contain continue uh detecting magic you do uh feel more magic in the room really 
you see a chest in the far corner of uh, near the back door. Who's good at unlocking things? Nobody, Nobody in this party. I do have knock. All right. I have knock prepared. Hey. Great. Knock well, that lock? Check, yeah, knock yeah. that lock, dog. Opens. Well, not necessarily. It's oh. uh, it's a 30 on disabled device. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was not, uh, not a great lock. Okay. Uh, and inside, you see a large suit of frost giant hide armor. <gasps> uh, spellcraft that sh- Why was he hiding frost giant hide armor? Did he steal it from no. one of them? Yeah, I think he killed one. Killed one? Why are, they barring, why are they barring the doors? Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. All was happening during the stampede. Huh. Very, very interesting. Wait a minute. Could... I mean, could he have been working against the giants in the camp? Could he be like a, a spy from another giant sect of some kind or something? It's weird that he's wearing a torque of giant enmity and had and it was hiding a piece of or a set of of armor and was barring the doors when they, when they would have needed to get in the most. And he was hooking up with twins. And he was hooking up with twins. Twins. It's like, it's like the worst Bud Light commercial ever. <laughs> <laughs> twins. Uh, can I spellcraft the armor? Uh, sure. Uh, twenty-two. So, uh, Pembroke, as you as you look at it and try and determine what's going on here, it's it's plus three hide armor, mm-hmm. but the reason it's probably locked up and hidden away is it's made from the skin of a frost giant. Wow, this is worth a lot of gold, by the way. <laughs> is it really? 50, for a frost giant, 54,165 gold pieces. It says, most good folk consider wearing the skins of intelligent creatures to be abhorrent. Giants gain a plus two morale bonus on attack and damage rolls against the wearer, or a plus four if the wearer's armor is made from the same kind of giant as the attacker. Interesting. Wow. So it almost cancels out the bonus at a certain yeah, this, level against the giants. But against, against everything else. This guy's Many like... Fold, uh, that might have been multiple Frost Giants bodies. He's like the Buffalo Bill of a skier guard. So Seriously. Is it all right? Oh, uh, wait. Was she a great big giant person? <laughs> <laughs> Troy, can I just put this in like a UPS box and ship it over to the Atlante subcontinent for Drakeus to wear in the other campaign? <laughs> is that all right? I don't think it's going to work, Grant. Okay. Just wanted to I'll check. allow it. Thank you. Good. Thank you. I'm uh, the game master here. <laughs> I say he can do it. He's drunk with power. So what do we, what do we want to do? Do we want to poison this food or do we want to burn this building to the ground? I'm just saying both are options. Yeah, I think that we just burn it to the ground. There's no sense poisoning the food because, yeah, there's not enough here. And they'll just go get more food eventually. I mean, not that that wouldn't be a nice pain in the ass. But you burn Plus it so down, <laughs> their people are going to be, they're going to have to start leaving. Yeah. yeah, legitimately. Once this thing goes, well, through. presumably there's another place to eat. But I think, yeah, I think we just cut off this. this. Well, it's like if you walk into a murder scene, like you're not. It's like, All right, oh man, this is horrible. Let's eat. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're giants, so maybe they're into that. What's your escape route? That's that's the other problem. Well, I think we gotta, that's a pretty major. Problem. Well, no, no, I think we no, no, no. Split we're up. okay. Uh, I still have one dimension door spell left, so I can take three other people other than me back to the camp if oh. we. So Cat gets back on her own. No, I'll, I'll fly back. <laughs> so oh. yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I wasn't volunteering anyone. I just stop playing my character. Draw straws. Oh, God damn it! You guys. Stop playing my animal companion, Grant. Um, yeah, that that works. 
Great. Oh, my God. We have a built-in escape route. Yeah. Magic is amazing. Magic can, is the best. Before we leave, though, can we just, just to get some more intel on this place in general, can we just take a quick look at the food stores and stuff and what Mark they were doing? so hurt. <laughs> are you hurt? Bird, we have to go. I, are you really hurt? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's at 20 of 80. Cure light ones. <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right, so you want to just take a look at the food itself. Yeah, I just want to see if there's any more info we can get on what they're feeding them. Are they feeding them slaves for sure here? You got any biscuits? <laughs> Crumpets? Some, something to nosh on? It's been a long day. <laughs> it is, I mean, we really need a snack. There's Slim Jims here. Pirate's booty. <laughs> Cheesy poofs. <laughs> we haven't role-played any snacking in a while. Yeah. <laughs> really should. <laughs> it made me think of it with the, uh, when we had the mammoth thing, how <laughs> we are all... Thoroughly unshowered. Oh, it's we got to be it's not really addressed. Like we, we gotta, we gotta bathe. I'm just a bird. <laughs> we should. <laughs> she we, was odorless briefly. I was odorless briefly. <laughs> we should take this cauldron back to our camp with us and set it up as a as a, a bathtub, hot, like a hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. Cast <laughs> heat metal on it. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> put the snow in it. Yeah, hell yeah. And fill it with snow. Oh my Cast god, victory hot tub tonight. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell it's like yeah. all of the old westerns where they like finally get in from the dusty trail and like, <laughs> make me a bath, woman. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it looks like they're they're making some sort of porridge or gruel in the morning and stew at night, and the stew definitely contains body parts. Uh, there's, there's evidence of, 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 of human, like human uh, yeah, yeah. So burning it to the ground is probably the best thing. That's the do. best thing. It's, uh, it's definitely an option. Uh, yes. Baron just says a quiet to himself prayer to Torag for the safe passage of these souls through Phrasma's lair. Pembroke nods. Like, Whatever we're going to do, we should probably do it quickly. Yeah, I'm going I'm to burn to the ground with a wall of fire. Good idea. And hopefully, that, I'm going to use it to use the wall. To hopefully, knock over the cauldrons, and that will hopefully take care of it. So what you do you just think, start sir? burning it down again. Yeah, I mean, I'll let, wait till the, everybody gets out. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, all right, guys, ready? Roll furnish. closes the door. I've got a surprise for you. All right, it's all barred from the front. This is perfect. You're just burning, burning hands. Did you say? Or uh, wall, wall of fire. fire. Wall of fire. So you just you're you're burning the entire place down as you're walking out, laughing like a crazy person. Uh, Pembroke, you dimension door. Who out of yeah, there? We uh, everyone except for Faraza, who's still a turn, so she'll fly back. Yeah. All right. So you take Baron Lork and Cat Benatar, and Faraza as yeah. a turn flies back to yeah. the camp. And you know, as you're, you know, they don't get to see it because they leave in a blink, Feyraza. But if your little bird neck turns around enough, you see that the barn embers have almost completely died down, and now that building is is all in flame. <laughs> and people are like, oh, awesome. "Oh my god, what is happening? What is happening?" As mammoths are just running all around the entire camp, it's a disaster. I mean, they're yeah. going to be really careful because that's really close to the tents. They're going to have to put that, like, try to like stop the fire from oh, yeah, spreading. Just yeah. throwing snow on it really fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys have caused a huge, huge situation here, and uh, one that they may not so quickly recover from. Yeah. That was their kitchen. It's a successful night. Yeah. If you just killed the Atak and the Hill Giants, they would have just installed somebody else as the cook. Now that building is gone, they've got to relocate the cooking things. Hell There's yeah. no source of... Uh, well, actually, they couldn't get a new brewer in there, but uh, you know the beer supply has been low the past couple of days. Morale has to be incredibly low. In the toilet. And there are mammoths <laughs> running amok <laughs> throughout the camp. <laughs> so you get back 
And uh, you got to be probably pretty proud of yourselves. Yeah. Uh, Lurk is very excited. Very successful night. night. You took out the Mammoth Stockade and the Mess Hall. The Mess Hall that you've been eyeing since, like, your first foray into the camp. And during the day, we saved our first slaves. Yeah. You saved yeah. Yeah. all the same day. Slaves. You know, it might be it's going to be two at a time. Uh, but how many are going to die in the meantime? But you can't worry about that. I mean, we can. I we am. Can. I am worrying about yeah, it. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. You're not... You can only be so victorious, or you can only be so celebratory here uh, before you go to bed. Don't fuck up our hot tub time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not supporting this hot tub idea. (laughs) Uh, All right, so I'm assuming you guys just want to call it a night. Yes. Rest. Yeah. yeah, after yeah. the hot tub. Yeah. yeah. Burn, burn a couple of spells. You don't want to get any healing we can. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, cats. Cat must have, And Lork. Yeah, and Cat and Lork took yeah. some hits. All right, so you guys want to bed down. Yes. yes. What are you guys talking about overnight, like the plan for the next day? Like, you've you, you got to look at Baron's uh, finger-drawing map again to figure uh, out what the hell do we do next? I was thinking we should check out that the warehouse-type building, the, the newish building that he... he Kind of made note of what we think might be the grist mill. That might be the grist mill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that, like that. that might be a good place to check out. Tomorrow. Yeah, especially for cutting out the food supply. It'd yeah, nice. they're probably going to be all worried about like what's burnt nearby, and their backs are going to return to it. So it's a good idea. Yeah, and if it's the last, yeah, if it's the last thing that's producing food, we can take that out, take that sabotage out it somehow. And if we have any prior recon to that, I'd also love to know what that last longhouse is that we haven't really inspected at all. The big know. one? Yeah, the real big one. Oh, you know what? The other thing, though, you know, we have to be careful because if we if we wipe out all of their food sources, the we slaves. have to do that last because then they're just going to start eating slaves. Good point. Good mm. point. So grain, actually, probably the one thing we want them to eat. Yeah. Hmm. So you mm. still you still want to go there first? I'm I'm wondering what you guys think is the best time. I mean, it's probably nighttime is the answer, but I, I'm still really curious about that frost and fire giant teaming up to build these crazy things on this on the lake. Yeah, Lork is very hesitant to approach anywhere near that fire giant. It hasn't really if we don't really need to. Uh, it's very dangerous. Yeah, I'm assuming we took that armor by the way, right? Yeah. Nope, I have here that you left it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do. So sorry. I do went th- up with the wall of fire. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we should probably sell it at some point. Yeah. and buy some other stuff with it. <laughs> uh, well, we have the longhouse, the nice longhouse that's very suspicious at the top of the hill. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lork is getting eager to get the show on the road. Yes, like yes. in the sense that we think we're making progress here, and we're also. Like, Lurk is kind of almost giddy with how much we are kicking ass right now against these giants, and he wants to keep rolling with that momentum. And, like, obviously, <coughs> don't want to push too far, but there's no reason that we have to live in such fear of these things right now, in, in his eyes. I agree. He thinks that we are really powerful, and as long as we can keep them separated from each other and catch a few, we should just start killing them wherever we can find them. Uh, yeah. I, I do think that in our camp tonight, though, after this much type of concentrated stuff, as much fear as it's causing, I imagine that patrols might be going up more than ever, so we might want to set up some like trip wires around the area or definitely have watches set up tonight as we rest. Sure. Well, they, where we are, like they can't really get to us anyway. Okay. So... Watches. I mean, they'd have to. Yeah, watch is a good idea, but I mean, I mean, do you? They'd have to. They'd have to climb up the cliff to get to. Yeah, yeah. We have dire wolves. Oh yeah, dire wolf cave. Flavor drakes. (laughs) Flavor drake. A this large longhouse, the beautiful temple, and then the mamba jamba. 
What's the, the Mamba Jamba? The, the entrance where Skirkatla is. Oh, yeah. And there's also this building down the southwest in the lower camp that we never checked out. I just had an idea about the flavor drakes. That's true. Hmm. We get someone to be cast invisible. Blow the Drake Bane horn in the middle of like a camp and dr- like drop uh, it there. And any Drake over a, a certain um, CR level, oh. yes, and height, they have to be this <laughs> tall. They cannot ride HD. the flavor roller coaster. Uh, they will be drawn to it and want to attack. It'll scare away any lesser Drakes, but it'll draw. It might even draw Noximara to it, actually. But so we then we might want to do it with care in that case. But that's another interesting. Faraza, uh, do you tell Baron about the uh, caves down in the mines? Oh yeah, 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 totally. We got distracted by this by the uh, the, the the slave story. The rescue. slave story, yeah. But now that you have this time to talk, she, uh, I describe it to Baron, and I took in that moment I took to remember what it looked like. Uh, Baron, roll a knowledge engineering based on Faraza's description. Eighteen. The way Faraz is describing it. Uh, that sounds like very dangerous construction. Oh, oh down. very haphazard. Like whoever did it didn't really know what they were doing, and it wouldn't take much to sabotage those. Take out the supports. Oh yeah, support I, I mean, I, oh, I should have cast warp wood while I was there. Oh yeah, yeah, that was stupid. So oh, man. I had to prepare too. You might have killed yourself though. You might have got caught in there. All right. I let Peraza know that uh, she's an idiot first, and then no, <laughs> that's uh, she's. <laughs> That's a standard action. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> um, so I say, Faraza, do you think you can go back and uh, under uh, some some degree of subterfuge and, and, and invisibility and hiding your scent, you could do something to to mess up those beams? Sure. <laughs> 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 Great role play, guys. Thanks. Just, oh, boy. I was just enthralled. I couldn't. <laughs> was a, oh, I mean, what else was I supposed to say? Oh, it's, my. It's just I was like, watching Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross earlier today, and that, that rivals like anything in that show. I just, John, my daughter. I, I just laid out the red carpet for guys, this asshole, and then he yanks it out from under me. What is writing partners shit. now? You're writing partners? <laughs> sure. Wouldn't that excite Peraza, perhaps, the idea that we're one step closer to taking out this whole camp? Maybe your eyes widen at the prospect. Tossed up the alley oh, holy and as you just watched it go by. Oh, it's like an, no, in, in, I, it's like an indoor kid at like a t-ball league yeah, trying to net. take a hit at the, at the wiffle ball and just whoop. One of my best, best friends years ago, he told me this story about how he went out one night and had a little too many gin and tonics. And he was out on a first date with this girl and he took her to his roof uh, the next morning. He was like stumbly at the end of the night. And he was like, last place I should have been is a roof. But yeah. like, it, the day was going really well. They were both a little tipsy. He was a little out of control. And he was just kind of like, you know that kind of drunk where you can't even like oh, sit no. up straight? And they watched the sunrise. And uh, she said to him something to the effect of like, wow, what a beautiful uh, view for a first kiss. And he just looked at her like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was the equivalent of that role play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I I said I went with the bit. Sure, you got the yes, but down, but not the yes and. I mean, the and seems like it will come tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I mean, it's pretty clear. You guys have a lot of options. You've got caves in the mines. You've got these caves that may be frostery caves. You've got the caves that have some sort of wolves. You've got four or five different buildings that you 
still some of them you don't even know what the hell's going on in there and then other buildings that are so grandiose and large in that uh, you know northwest portion of the camp that you feel like you don't even know if you want to go up there yet yeah. um, but but when are you going to that's what I was thinking is what, when are we going to go for the mother load is it going to be is it, are we going to reach a point where something happens and we're like now's the time when we level or, up <laughs> well, or do we just have to make a decision to do it? Yeah. Right. So, so all these all these options are fl- are going through your head as you're trying to say, "What the hell do we do?" And then you wake up and feel like a renewed sense of purpose, even though there's a lot left to do to make this camp disband. Can't even imagine making this camp disband. Uh, you feel like you struck a very prominent blow against the camp last night. And if you can just string together a couple more moral victories for Team True Now like that, you just might be able to succeed. I got good news and I got bad news. What do you want to hear first? Bad news. Bad news. The bad news is, Lork, you didn't level up. (laughs) The good news is, everyone else did. We got Pembroke at 10. We got Feyraza at 10. We got Baron at 11. Oh, oh no. And we'll see you next week. everybody. This one goes to 11. <laughs> Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.